Genuine Wrestle Boys. Hello, welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through the love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm Matt. I'm Zach. I don't know why I always do that. It's a visual thing. Um, <laughs> he pointed to a big stuffed bear. Yeah. And knocked over his USB port. Yep. That's what I usually do. Uh, <laughs> Isai couldn't make it. He had to work late. And work sucks. I know. I like beer. He likes beer. Fuck my boss for keeping oh. me late at work. Come as a rating. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Blinkway Two Corner. Um, well, yeah, let's just get into into the week. Um, I guess we'll just we'll start with Raw. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of half watched everything. There was a Symphony of Destruction match. You know, it wasn't as it wasn't it wasn't what I was hoping for. Yeah, same here. I was like, gonna have a fucking drum set up there, not gonna throw someone into it. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't as wild as I wanted it to be. Yeah, same. I mean. Braun just smashing piano keys and and Elias with a piano. Yeah. That was great stuff. But. I'm I'm definitely here for that. Mm-hmm. I I like silly Braun. Even though he's like still destructive, he's like a little goofy. Like when he just sat at the piano and kinda like smiled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked Elias like just kind of being okay at everything. Yeah, trying yeah. to run away. Yeah, yeah, that that cra- was good. That cracks me up. Like, I want a proper entrance, and then it all goes dark, and then it illuminates on stage, but then you just see him fucking booking it to, like, the backstage. Broken Elias. Yeah. yeah. Teleport now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I... Elias is over for me. Not over, like, in a good way. Like, Yeah, he's I'm, over with you. I'm into it. I like him. Them inside terms, brother, brother. Yeah. I... It's funny. It's like... He's so entertaining. He gets... It's the weirdest kind of heat because people are into it, but they also boo him, but they also cheer him. Right. It's like... It's one of the weirdest types of heat I've seen. It feels like people, like, enjoying his character and cheering for it, and then actually responding because they know, like, oh, I'm supposed to boo when he runs down our city. Like, it feels like smart heat. Yeah. Right. But people are excited to see him. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's, I like him. I, 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 he, in the ring, he's definitely not the most. Um, he doesn't shine above a lot of people right now. I don't think, but I do think that he's got that sort of like that little magic sparkle that yeah. a wrestler needs to be really cool. Like he's he's dog shit in the ring, but he has the character. So like, yeah. And when you think about it, that's all you need. <laughs> I mean, um, there was also I just remembered this. Uh, finally, Matt Hardy said that him and Bray Wyatt can't fight on uh, in a ring. Mm-hmm. They have to fight at the Hardy compound. Yep. Oh, did he say that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it got cut out of the Hulu edit. Of course really? It did. Yeah. Um, no one's going to give a shit about this. Almost everything good actually did. Like, all the Bailey and Sasha stuff got cut out, too, yeah, of the I'll, Hulu edit. Yeah, everything felt really like it cut. It felt cut weird on Hulu. It they didn't like, make a single cut to the Symphony of Destruction match, yeah. which took up a lot of time between Elias's like song and like promo and stuff, and all the backstage fuckery and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. But they like cut out actual storyline stuff. Yeah. yeah, seriously. I feel like whoever does the cuts for Hulu doesn't like watch wrestling in like 
the nineties and got that their job because of that. Yeah. They're the only person at Hulu who like watches wrestling. They're like, Oh, give give Jim that job. Yeah, he'll cut it. Yeah. Like he, he he loves wrestling and like he cuts out women's stuff like or anything weird because like He's it, like, yeah. oh, that's the stuff to skip. Like, doesn't that, understand. That definitely feels days. like what's going on. Yeah. yeah, they also like. I mean, they advertise it as half the show. Yeah, yeah. Which is like such a weird like. I mean, it is an hour and a half. Yeah, and like, it's Ra's three plus hours. Too, yeah, every too week. long. I mean, it's been said before. Say yeah. it again. Raw's a little too long. There's too much wrestling. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I hope the entire WrestleMania match is at the Cardi Hardy compound and it's just like shown. Um, yeah, yeah. And I hope they do all all of it. Yeah. Like if it's just fucking crazy buck wild. Yeah, oh. just get Skarsgård the dilapidated boat and <laughs> Vanguard, Vanguard one. one. Like uh, rejuvenation. Like I heard, I can't remember who this was, but someone on another podcast like brought up like. What if Bray Wyatt goes into the ra- Lake of Rejuvenation, comes out as Husky Harris, his original, his yeah, original NXT so good. gimmick? Oh, geez, I fuck, I'll take it. <laughs> and the the Bludgeon Brothers fall in there too, and they like come back. <laughs> but he's Husky Harris now, so they're just like in the Wyatt family, but there's no Wyatt anymore. <laughs> exactly, they're in the Husky family. He's like, um, okay. He's like, I gotta go find my brother Bo. I mean, I guess they could figure out a way because it's weird to have an entire match that people who go to WrestleMania have to watch. Yeah, like on a screen. So I'm but sure people they'll be so into it, though. I'm like, sure they'll find a way to like get it there. I mean, they did it a year ago with the House of Horrors. Match. Yeah, I was gonna say they've done it at WrestleMania with the Hollywood Backlot Brawl between yeah. Piper and Goldust. And Goldust. Yeah, Ooh, which who I do want to talk about also. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, forgot about Goldust actually being a part of Raw this week. Yeah. Um, and for that, I mean, I can just only hope that they again reuse OJ Simpson chase footage. Like, oh my god, the backlot. <laughs> yeah, so good. Yeah, find a nice white Bronco. Yeah, I just hope they do it. Do it fun. Do it good. Like, give. Apparently, Rebby filmed all the final deletion. Like, she was part of filming it. Yeah. And so, like, I hope she's filming it. Yeah, and like, if they're at, they're at mania like in any capacity like i hope she like plays oh his theme his piano for his theme live like she did yeah dna and yeah. yeah i could see it being like the building the weeks building up they do just stuff filmed at the compound and then like the final matches at wrestlemania mm-hmm. um which i get it makes more sense but i don't want that you know what i want i want them to have at some point a moment where there's like locked up staring at each other and then just like camera Kiss. effects well <laughs> maybe that's what it is maybe a smooch and then they both like just uh uh get illuminated with light and then uh the the uh the wrestlemania event goes dark and then it lights up again and they're in the ring it's good mm. i like that with just a smooch what if Bray goes into the lake and just comes out without his dreads <laughs> but they're just like floating away <laughs> or his hair is just like on fucking matted and like yeah. not culturally appropriate and just long and beautiful. He just yeah. like shakes it out and <laughs> just has Roman Reigns hair. Yeah. It's like, how is it dry? It's just dry though. It's like AJ hair. Yes. There we go. Just book mania, guys. Yeah. <laughs> all of it. That's all that's happening. Yep. Um, Wouldn't it be the worst mania. <laughs> yeah. We brought up Gold Dust. Speaking of John Cena's road to WrestleMania. Yeah, even though this had nothing to do with zero, that. zero goddamn sense to me. I, I was I was excited to see Goldust wrestle in a match that was not in the cruiserweight division or like him not just like dicking yeah. around in the cruiserweight division, but uh, it made no sense. Yeah, it was literally like I think someone went, oh, 
they've never wrestled. <laughs> okay, like it's rad for them, like in a way, because like you know Dustin Rhodes, yeah, is like such a veteran. Like came in like ninety two. Yeah, is he the, the longest WWF. tenured? He's got gotta be. Gotta like, be. I mean, he's been like, fired like four times. Sure, but he's come back. Like and, Big like, Show, maybe. But I mean, no, Big Show is way after him. Yeah, like, he was like mid nineties in WCW. I mean, like, and, like cumulative years in the company. Yeah, yeah it's got to be Goldust. Yeah. And he looks great. Best shape yeah. I've seen him in. I mean, sobriety and like <laughs> family life and stuff, like turns his life around and yeah, yeah. mid forties and looks like that. Yeah, and he owns his character. It's so creepy. Like I was watching it, like I mean, like I said, I was half watching it and I couldn't tell if he was on his side or not. Like, it just it was weirded me out. Like yeah. he was like, I wanna direct you. Yeah, Shattered Dreams production. Yeah, it's like a little bit of his original gimmick, but yeah. just yeah. a little weird. That was strange. Yeah. Um, Bailey Sasha broke up a little more. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. I think they cut that out of Hulu. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. they did. They did a little bit more. Oh, ba- I'm coming Bailey, in blind on this one. Sasha was going to tag Bailey in, and Bailey just like hopped off the, the side of the ring. Went nah. Are we gonna get a little Bailey heel turn? No, I don't think it's a heel turn. I think it's her being fed up, yeah. like with Sasha's fuckery, and we'll get a women's singles match that's not for a title at WrestleMania, which is a wild thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah like <clears throat> that'll be great. Like that they're finally building to more singles matches for the women. I mean, they're still gonna have all the rest of them being a match, which is good for them. But mm. it's just they have so much, so many people. Yeah. So many titles, so much time to fill. Mm-hmm. I mean, not and not enough time to fill is what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then uh, Paul Heyman came out. Oh yeah. Eventually, and I'm, I'm real torn about it because I liked part of his promo and I hated. Well, his a promo lot was promo. like it was two promo. promos. Like the yeah. first half of it like was great and then and it felt like it was ending and he kind of like stopped talking for a minute yeah and then went into another whole like 10 straight minutes yeah which was just trash fire yeah yeah Yeah. usa cut it off and then turned it back on yeah but yeah like so if you don't know roman reigns called brock lesnar a bitch which is stupid I liked all of Roman's promo before that until he said that. This is not the first time that Roman's gone to that well, which I don't know if that's him or, I mean, he's not the only one who says that, but it's like a big special swear moment in WWE and it's still so fucking stupid. It's so dumb. They they rely heavily on Roman saying bitch to get like Mm. fan reactions. Yeah. And then like... uh, Paul Heyman, like, the part of the promo that I fucking hated is he said that the belt is Ro- or is Brock's bitch and, like, basically said he owns the belt and, like, basically was doing all this, like, yeah, it was, gross, like, comparing yeah, was a belt shitty. to a woman and, like... And, like, ownership over it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it was definitely, like, okay, Paul, like, you know this shit's not gonna go over well. Why would you be saying stuff like well, that? It, that shit does go over. Well. I guess it does. Like, it's just does, not in it, my heart, Paul. Yeah, yeah, it does. Like he knows what he's doing, and like, it's just still terrible. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, like, it was just gross, and it's like, there's a way you can do it without this. Like, I don't want to think of Brock owning anything. Like, 
Besides, just, it's just massive plot of land where you can go sit and not be a champion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, and also, I'm on Roman's side. Like, he's a part-timer. I don't I don't like part-timers. Yeah, that, like, that part of the angle they're doing is, like, it's really good. Yeah. Like, they, you know, they, like, floated out rumors that, you know, Brock no-showed Raw last mm-hmm. week and stuff. And, like, that was all definitely, like fake like they floated those rumors out there to make sure that it got into the dirt sheets and stuff yeah and like there's absolutely no way it's true especially now that they're using it as the angle Mm -hmm. but it is a good way to try to get roman over because what else are you gonna isn't that the same i mean same thing they did with roman cena right Mm -hmm. like they had that cena or roman cut in that promo where it played that video cena calling out the rock for being a part-timer he's yeah. like he's not here tonight because he's on a movie set yeah and the, then roman is like john cena's on a movie set and he's not here tonight the the difference is like cena since becoming a part-timer has only been like a champion for a couple weeks that's true like mm-hmm. from last year's royal rumble to elimination chamber and he like he still makes the dates they want him there for and makes extra dates yeah brock like does the bare minimum mm-hmm. like and so there wasn't real truth to like yeah, when he said it about Cena, especially because yeah. everyone knows that Cena's out doing stuff and like growing the brand of WWE, yeah. like yeah. him and doing everything else is better for them. Brock and, does nothing, and Cena's heart is in it. Even though he may not be trying in the ring, he like his promos, like his heart is is wrestling. Yeah, he's like, a WWE guy, like born and like, bred. It, he's made for it, but and like that, like Roman said that in one of his promos, he's like. Why do you guys want a champion that doesn't even want to be here? Yeah. Like I, I agree with that so much. Like I know it's all it's all fake, but it's still like it's still real to me. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I just I enjoy it. Um, but yeah, yeah, and they really do work fucking hard. And yeah. Brock's he's put in his hours. Like don't get me wrong, but yeah. he's also fucking he's collecting big checks for. Not a lot of stuff. And he has been for a while, and we all know this has been coming for a while. And mm-hmm. it's, I think, but it is a good way to, for it's like, we know Roman's getting the belt. It's a good way to get him cheered. Yeah. yeah. Like, obviously, like, no one really wants this to be the direction that it's going in, but it is. We've known it's been this f- since last WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm just all in of try to make the best of it right. so that we can move on finally. And. and I- yeah, I mean, and all this stuff they've done over the past few months, it's gained favor with me, if, with Roman. I like him more now than yeah. I, I did in the and past. In reality, like, because we're all, like, we know this is happening and we know that Roman's going to have the belt, like, whenever Roman drops that belt, mm-hmm. it's going to be a huge moment. Yeah, like, when yeah. AJ Styles takes it from him. I mean... That's if, what I... That's my hope. I mean, that'd be great, except yeah. then it, what SmackDown is going to be just a trash sure. fire. Can More than Finn it is. Finn Balor takes it from him. Well, yeah, Finn, well, ba- Finn is the one to take it oh, from him. Yeah, we'll get into it with Fastlane stuff. Yeah. But what I, yeah, what I do kind of hope happens is Shinsuke takes it off of AJ during the shakeup. They move AJ over to Raw, and you get some Finn Balor AJ business. Yeah, I could. I'd, That'd be cool, but then SmackDown is SmackDown would need shit. some more stuff. But they'd get some people in the shakeup. I haven't worked that out in my mind. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they will because I or think the they are going to keep AJ away from Roman at all costs. Yeah, because they know that if they move AJ to the same show as Roman, people. Roman is never getting over as the top babyface on the show. Yeah, even that's true. if AJ's heel. That's a very and good point. AJ's, yeah. AJ's the Cena of SmackDown now. He's the face of the, of SmackDown. It's yeah. the house he's, he's built. Yeah. yeah, house that AJ Styles built, and it's <laughs> the champ that runs the camp. Yeah, all those <laughs> things. <laughs> um, speaking of SmackDown, did anything happen on SmackDown? Uh, we basically got a preview of that. <laughs> 
we get literally yeah. like i saw a co- Cena, i right? saw some memes where it's like li- people saying oh this is literally the fast lane pay-per-view and because you just can't see john cena yeah <laughs> and like even tom phillips literally even said that on commentary yeah like he said like oh this is the fast lane pay-per-view minus cena it's like why? Yeah. Why is this a thing? Because yeah. all I'm pre- I'm prepared to think while watching Fastlane uh, is going to be like yeah, it was better on SmackDown without him. Yeah. I can't imagine he's going to add that much more. I mean, like other than star power. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he'll AA some like AJ's going to kick out of in AA. Yeah. Yeah. Like AJ's definitely going to kick out of some ridiculous AA combination. Like that's we're just sure like because that's the way they build aj going into mania is like yeah. have him overcome this amazing odds and seen as the biggest odd like you can go up against yeah but. yeah when was that i mean when yeah. was, i feel like people kick out of the aa constantly Con- these days yeah. yeah well and part of that's because he's only in big matches now that's true so like yeah big match john big match john like he's not in a lot of like normal tv matches so he's like people are going to be kicking out because they're they're top like, top guys yeah, top yeah. guys so um yeah oh another thing that happened in raw just oh yeah totally forgot that's very exciting and important that we know for sure at mania it's going to be a three-way for the intercontinental title oh yeah the Miz versus rollins versus finn so yeah that's, that's going to be, be tight as hell match. It's yeah. going to be a very good match. Like they they did this exact match on Raw la- like last year right after the shakeup and Miz came over. Oh yeah. That's how Miz got his yeah. Yeah, that's how he got his um number 1 contendership and oh, really? re-won the belt back from Dean back then, which is Yeah. I don't know why I remember <laughs> that those specifics, but um yeah. It'll be a really good match and yeah. I think Finn's going to win cuz I hope so. Like Miz, Miz is going to go away and be a dad cuz Yeah, that's true. He's his, got a, their babies he, do right at Mania. I could also <laughs> see him not being able to show up for that match he he literally said that if his baby's being born he's gonna be there he's gonna be there he's not gonna be at me which is such a good way for them to book it because everyone wants finn seth anyway mm. i mean yeah. that would be i mean i wouldn't be disappointed yeah. if it was just mm. finn and seth i think yeah. with a I mean, vacant title the all the rumors are you know they're heating up seth this much because he's going to be roman's first like feud post getting the belt yeah. so and we're, we're all just gonna have to swallow the, the failed shield reunion it's weird when it makes a lot of sense and it's kind of good <laughs> yeah so like yeah so finn will get the ic belt but pin miz for it and like seth will look super strong but like not get that chance and he'll just basically be like hey roman like i beat you for the wwe belt like yeah a while ago and never got a real rematch because yeah. it dean cashed in so and it'll give Finn that push that they wanted to give him, like when he first won yeah. that title and got injured. Yeah, and kind of puts him at like the same like it kind of puts him at his new Japan spot because he was always the junior heavyweight champion. Yeah. Like, and he fought, I think Okada or Tanahashi for the main belt, but it was always the, the junior guy. So he was always like carrying the undercard. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and it's like it brings that like icy title thing because when I was watching old stuff like. The icy title was way more important than the actual title because it was like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels right. fighting I mean, for it. It really means something to have that one. Like that's like mm-hmm. you're putting in the work. It's like yeah, that's like the work. It, it is, one. It's the workers and really really good heel belt. Like okay, because you know Honky Tonk Man has the longest reign ever. <laughs> he was not a good worker, but yeah. he was an incredible heel. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what the Miz is. Like the Miz is a good worker. He's become a good worker, but. He's a better heel, mm-hmm. so that's why he's like perfect for that belt. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, ha- the the IC title has more credibility now than I think it has since 
when I started rewatching. Like it, it seemed like for the longest time it was like just there. Yeah, yeah. there's like this period right before I re- started watching again where there's like these horrendous intercontinental yeah. like champions like Curtis Axel. Mm-hmm. Intercontinental champion, like wow. very long intercontinental, intercontinental well, champion. Was Curtis reign, Axel? Like, Curtis Axel was he a? Uh, he was a Paul Heyman guy. He was a Heyman guy. Yeah, him and Cesaro. Yeah, <laughs> which is wild. It's, weird. it's like, well, I, yeah, I need to go back farther than when I came in. A yeah, bit. and then like Big E had it for like a really, really long time. Oh wow! And I always like, forget they were on Raw. Yeah, and like. And that was before the New Day. Like, that's when he was Biggie Langston still. Like, he had it for a long time and almost never defended the belt. Yeah. When Dean, when the Shield was together, Dean had it and, like, never defended it because they're always doing Shield stuff. Yeah. There's and the, the Miz hadn't been defending it for however fucking long. Or yeah. anytime he would, the Miz Taraj would. Yeah. Which is like the heel thing. So it like yeah. works for yeah. him. But, like, yeah. It's, it's good to have that belt credible again. It's like my favorite. Belt, yeah, WWE history. Got a toy one at my house. Nice. <laughs> Barry Manilow's got one on his uh, strap. He does old style black strap one. Nice. I got the I got the white, new white strap. Yeah, one. the fancy new one. Um, I do remember something else that happened on SmackDown. Sami Zayn lied to Kevin Owens. That was very good. Kind of, yeah. He was just like, I, yeah, I'll lay down for you. And then he fucking pinned him. He yeah, Luba kicked the kick. fucking shit out of yeah. him. Yeah. And like the promo he gave, like as the show was running out was incredible they cut like, it off right yeah so i didn't feel like he was done no he was trying to get it in but like and he got most of it in but like the the, the copyright thing was like coming up and i actually almost liked that because it's like showing his urgency of it like yeah. it means something to him like yeah and when it happens when that happens i'm always like oh man I, I wish i could be watching more i want to hear what it, he has yeah, to say like when you're there yeah like it's those things that like make special moments for when you're actually there yeah i i want sammy to get a belt just because like I think he would, um, I don't know, people would constantly be fighting him for it, and he would just, I don't know, I think he'd be a good heel. Like, he's like halfway heel now, Yeah. and I think beating Kevin Owens, like, not beating him, but like, this, them breaking up is gonna like solidify that. Right. Well, because it's a weird dynamic, because you have two guys who are heels, Mm -hmm. but they're combating each other, kind of. So it's like, who's the face of the heels? Yeah, he is a heel turning heel on a heel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, who's the good guy? Which I really like that dynamic, because it's like, they're both bad, but you, on any given week, you'll be more inclined to, like, root for one of them. Yeah, they're both, like, it's more like friends being mad at each other, and they all have, they both have valid points, but it's like who's right and who's wrong it depends on you like it's like when you watch breaking bad like some people rooted for jesse and fucking weirdos rooted <laughs> for uh wow i forgot his name that Walt- used to be my favorite tv show Walter White. White. <laughs> yeah um like it's it's like that dichotomy where it's like it's split but then there's like you see the good in both of them and you see where they're coming from yeah, yeah. and like yeah you see it's like walt was a good quote-unquote good person who's becoming evil and jesse's like a quote-unquote bad person like not really but like he's becoming better yeah so that's kind of what the the dynamic right there is sorry taking some spoilers for breaking bad taking some vince gilligan Uh, yeah yeah if you don't know by now i'm sorry okay (laughs) we're talking about it um but yeah i i like it i mean they're probably two of my favorite like wrestlers and just people in the wrestling business so like 
Yeah, that thing that you shared, Zach, about uh, yeah. Kevin Owens' tweet about his son. Oh, yeah, like, it's so good. I love Damn. that good he dad. keeps, like, he keeps it separate. Like, I'm surprised that they let him do that. Like, he is a, he's a face in real life. Like, oh, 100%. Except something. when he's, like, a dick to his fans. But, yeah. when but usually that's that, the catalyst that is usually the character. fans. Like, that's semi in character. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, and depending on the fans, like, I can only imagine some of the people that approach him. I'd be, like, if, you know, in that situation, you'd be like, dude, not now. Yeah. Like, get the fuck away from but me. But, like, he crashes weddings to eat cake. <laughs> like, that's dope. Like, it's just, I, it's weird that you, you see them so separate. Especially when it's a heel, yeah. Like, well, that, yeah, that's a good point too, because it's like some and some wrestlers, I think, keep their social media like kayfabe presence like on. Well, I think I think a lot of heels, except for the Miz, like kind of keep their mouth shut on social media. No, they don't want to step in something tra- like because it'd be easy to if you're being a heel, like, and then say something bad. Like that happened to Baron Corbin last summer, like where he like shit talked a fan who was like talking to him. And it turns out that like that guy's like a veteran, like oh, no. like yeah. a military veteran, and like posted a picture like in his military uniform with Vince McMahon. Oh no! Like where oh, that, he met Vince McMahon like on a USO tour. Is so, that why like, Baron got it was right the around, shit on the Money in the Bank right around the same time? Damn, like, he had a bunch of heat for a lot of stuff, but yeah, ooh, still not still not doing great in my eyes. Yeah, it's I don't know. I it's also new still, like keeping that like. The social media thing. Yeah. Like, they don't have someone telling them what to do. I imagine they have to run certain things by, I mean, not, I mean, I don't know if it's, if it's work related, I'm sure it has to go through a channel. Yeah. But like, if they're just responding because to fans. Is, or Sheamus has had an open challenge like multiple times <laughs> for WrestleMania. Mm. Yeah. The Young Bucks like <laughs> said that they had an open date on WrestleMania day. I'd be and so stuff like in that. for that. I know. I'm and, curious about that. Yeah. Well, it's going to be authors of pain. Yeah, yeah. Which seems. But, like, I I mean, I think, one, Seamus can do whatever the hell he wants at this point in his career. Because True. he's as tenured as he is. Yeah. And has, like, literally every title, basically. Mm-hmm. And his career's winding down. Yeah. Um, and, like, two, like, that's still, like, such a good way to get buzz. Like, even if he had to go through channels, they'd be like, yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I was listening to... Yeah. Uh, him and Cesaro on the latest Edge and Christian podcast shout out mm-hmm. uh, and yeah but he was talking about like how what he would want to come out of these open challenges is just like a totally random fucking team yeah. <laughs> just coming out of nowhere and being like, like yeah some, like how they fight jobbers he, like he yeah he likened it to uh, like Rocky Balboa against the Apollo Creed that is the bar mm. as far yeah, as yeah like that's what they wanted was like the story of like some totally unknown like proving themselves with it like yeah. TM61 <laughs> I mean that'd be cool it's not like uh, impossible like they got knocked out of the Dusty Classic they're not right away which yeah. was was like a rewrite of the bracket. They moved Authors of Pain to face him in the first round. Mm-hmm. So, like, could be that they have a different plan for TM61. I, I hope think so. it's that. I, I was think a little bummed. I think it's going to be Authors of Pain. Yeah. I think they're going to probably, like, l- either lose the Dusty Classic, like, in the finals, mm-hmm. they were the they won it last year, and then, you know, go to Mania immediately after and challenge at Mania. Yeah. Or they're going to win it and say, we don't want these NXT titles. We've had them. We're going for these titles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, let's get into NXT now. Uh, the first round of the Dusty Rhodes Classic, like we just said, Authors of Pain beat TM61. Yeah, yeah, which, I mean, was a little bit of a bummer because it's like, dang, I want TM. I mean, I'm sure there's good things coming in the future for TM61. Yeah, they're pushing them. Like, 
it's a bummer but i'm not worried about nxt booking like when people lose it's usually for a good reason yeah so Mm -hmm. uh they put on a really good match though they they did they did the one one of the authors of pain guys like doing the power bomb to the outside of the ring onto like the ring apron was just terrifying which i noticed that that ring is actually slightly wider on the outside when that happened i was like how did they even do that it's like oh it's slightly wider yeah I don't know if they built it for that spot or if they just have a weird white (laughs) ring. They built the ring for that spot. Yeah. Wouldn't be the first time. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I only remember other little bits. What else happened? I I, watched it earlier today. What was the next thing after that? Was Uh, it the Tommaso Ciampa thing? No, it was a a Bianca Belair match. Oh, yeah. yeah. Against a jobber. Yeah. Yeah. They need to just throw her in. Like... Have her fight other people now, like. Uh, yeah, but it's also really crowded, so I I do appreciate them like keeping like building someone through jobbers for a little bit. And yeah, she is still very very green. Like she's athletically yeah incredible. But yeah, and storyline wise, it's like whatever. But it is always cool to see like a jobber on TV because it's like mm-hmm. how cool would that be to have like a spot on NXT like TV? Yeah, of course. So it's like I, I like when they have jobber matches, except for like the fan in me that's like stories. Yeah, I want the drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like that's about it's more about the wrestling. Like yeah. NXT is well, not there's a lot of story. There's plenty of story, but it is still just like it's you have to cut it down. You only have an hour, and mm-hmm. there are more people in NXT than. Yeah, Raw or SmackDown. <laughs> so, oh yeah, huh. that um, the sanity like promo thing. I loved that where they're mm-hmm. just in this like fucking dirty basement. Yeah, they look like they're just doing drugs. <laughs> yeah, just Eric Eric Young's first line like it. You need four fingers to make a fist. Like that's a good line. Yeah, just that's how it started. Like yeah. I was like I was going flashing forward through it a little bit because I was like watching it earlier today and just yeah. trying to get through it and. Uh-huh. Like went slight like one second into that and I was like oh shit like need to go back and it's like oh nice that's good yeah. that's good yeah. line Eric um, it's like you're a really good veteran who's been doing this yeah. for a really long, <laughs> long time um, that the Alistair Black Killian Dane match was sick did you feel like Alistair Black looked a little sloppy I don't think he was. I think Killian Dane was because okay. Killian Dane almost killed himself. Okay, yeah. so is that why Alistair maybe there were just some things where he didn't look as smooth as he normally does? I agree. Does, it wasn't as tight a match. And his kicks didn't like hit as hard. Maybe he was holding him back because of Killian Dane. Yeah, and that's but, not like Killian Dane's a great worker. Something yeah. was off in that match. Yeah, and it just felt off. There was one spot where Killian Dane almost spiked his head straight into the mat. Yeah. Like it was that weird like. Mm-hmm. Like rolling, like he did like a cartwheel with uh, Alistair Black, like on his shoulders. Yeah, but like did it the wrong way. Just yeah, drove it drove himself right into really the strange. Ground. Yeah, like, the match was just there was like just something off. Yeah, totally like, agree. I was like super stoked for it, and it was kind of a letdown in a way. Yeah, like it wasn't as good as it could be, but it's yeah. still like a solid. Uh huh. It's a solid match. Like it's better than most matches you'd get yeah it's just that those two are so good yeah normally like but so that was a lot weird but yeah. i'm so stoked for him and champa yeah. or not champa uh almost yeah, yeah. Oh, me too. absolutely like god it's gonna be so do cool. you think he's gonna black's gonna win the belt at takeover and then almost is gonna move up absolutely yeah i think so i fucking hope so because i listen to a lot of wrestling podcasts and like those dumb rumors about del rio coming oh yeah Almas needs that spot that they want to that they want to get to Del Rio that he could take. Yeah, absolutely. Almas is like people say Almas is a similar character. 
Yeah, in a way, like and she's a leaps and bounds a better wrestler yeah. and, and a he, better person like, yeah 100 and, and he, he fucking crushed it in the royal rumble this year yeah like i i wanted more of him with like main roster wrestlers absolutely yeah and like selena vega on is like a per, like she's main roster yeah. like ready as a manager oh yeah do i hope that candace's first match is at takeover against Selena Vega. I would love that. She's a great worker. Like she, it's weird that she's only managing right now because she has a long history of being a very good in-ring worker. Like huge TNA history. Like because yeah, Vega doesn't need a reason to leave, but like I, I just want Candice to wrestle a takeover. I guess. Yeah, I yeah, I feel like she will. I mean, because I don't. As much as I do like all the stuff in the ring with Johnny, that's not what I want her to do. No, like. Um, I want her to show off why she's there and why she's one of the best wrestlers mm. ever. Yeah, they like slowly started breaking it out like with her stuff with Johnny, like the suicide dives in those matches and stuff. Uh-huh. But, yeah, like need to just have a full on. She needs clinic. to be in a match, have a storyline, do something. Yeah, they don't want to go to that Johnny's wife. Well, yeah, probably at all. I would. I mean, other than like, yes, they're together. Yeah, or fiance married? No, they're married. They're married. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> um, <laughs> My favorite fucking moment of 2018 was that Tommaso Ciampa promo. Oh, I thought you were yeah. going to say the Heavy Machinery promo. <laughs> that was also very good. Me yeah. stink! <laughs> I, I think they're funny. I like them. Mm-hmm. I like that guy's weird face. Yeah, yeah I, they missed the boat on them because they like lost Authors of Pain, and then it was just like, oh. Here comes the, the new Authors of Pain. They're very limited in the ring, and it was just like, okay, so... You guys just like blew all any momentum with these guys, but like they're still hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're. I mean, they're gonna be like, they do. They're kind of like the Gallows and Anderson of NXT. They're kind of just silly, and like they make jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Champa, dude. Yeah. So he comes out. Uh, I, I the whole. The whole time I was like, what's he going to say? What's he going to say? What's he going to say? Doesn't say a fucking word, but yep. it was the most magical promo. I think that's my favorite wrestle moment of 2018, I'll say right now. And it was long. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and he almost spoke a couple all times. crowd reaction. I think, like, they cut some, like, from the original taping. Because, like, when that happened, like, I remember, like, spoilers coming out and people saying, like, he was out in the ring for 20 minutes. Jeez. Yeah. Do you... Which is crazy. Because people just kept, like... I the, wonder if he said something and that's what they cut. No. They... Oh. they all, all the spoilers are saying, like, he literally didn't say a word. Damn. Like, he's out there for 20 minutes. And then, like, the, yeah, the, I mean, just the, the range of emotion that the crowd went through of, like, yeah. cheering for Johnny, booing him... Everything, anytime he'd put his like the mic up to his mouth, they would boo, and he'd put it down, and it was, it said more than he could have said in words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I love that it like actually seemed like legitimate, like him getting mad, like he threw yeah. the mic down and fell out of the ring, and he went out and got it and came back in and still never said anything. Yeah, yeah. he kept getting interrupted. Things like that make me think like if they're real or not. Like, I imagine he had something to say. Like, like I, I think that he knew what he was doing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he knew but that. Do you think it was written that way, or he just kind of like? Do you think I, they gave him like a script, like on the back burner? Like, here's what you should say. I, th- I don't think he was planning on saying a word. Yeah. Like, he like because I mean this is going back to his like indie gimmick of you know the psycho killer, which yeah. is not my favorite because like, like just you know don't like trivialize mental health, but mm-hmm. like at the same time. 
it's so good like he's unhinged like and he like knows what he's doing totally and i think he knew that he was gonna get the most heat ever and like, it was yeah it was beautiful when you snatched that guy's fucking sign out of the, the ripped it and then beat it to shit <laughs> with yeah. his crutch, crutch. and like, the guy's face when he grabbed the sign from him was like oh fuck oh shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> like and like oh, also awesome. like if you don't follow him on twitter he is a magical follow right now really like like the shirt he's wearing is not available anywhere it like has his face and says black heart on it and uh -huh. stuff and like people kept tweeting at like wwe shop like wanting it and stuff and he like responded like saying like wwe shop keeps asking me for this but they aren't worthy of my shirt <laughs> yeah. like he like keeps like calling out like wwe like i oh, know so, he has it all like of course so good. you know uh, like approval to do this but like it's yeah. so good yeah like, he also said something about like um people want to know how he got so jacked and how like what his secret was and he's like i don't have a secret i'm more dedicated more disciplined and like i'm better than you will ever be yeah and like that's all he said and yeah. it's like it's so it's good it's yeah. amazing like since the his heel turn like his his social media game is on top, top notch like he just like the day after the breakup like tweeted a like picture of like johnny's empty room in their apartment <laughs> like like that's all he tweeted it was just yeah. like and oh, then like he tweeted like a picture of him holding like the bent crutch after like hitting johnny with it and said like the happiest i've ever been and like just has like this like horrendous like look on his face like it's like yeah this is me so happy right now oh, awesome yeah um i also like it makes me think of like people who are good at reading crowds mm -hmm. and i think cena's a master of that um even though he lies sometimes oh, totally <laughs> um but like i think the miz is pretty good at it mm -hmm. like i just like the way they like have these promos that they know they have to say or want to say but they also do a really good job of reading the crowd and like kind of like interjecting things. Yeah, like the Miz like, is really, really good at like. Like Kurt Angle's terrible at it. He is now. He used to be the best. <laughs> he was really? so good. That's why it's so weird watching him cut promos now. He's way over scripted. Like yeah. I think yeah. they're worried about him. Yeah. Because of like the life he's had and stuff, and like he's legitimately had some some head injuries. Yeah. Um, and like I think he just hasn't like he hasn't caught on to being what he should be. Yeah. Like in this new version of himself, because it's a totally different like place for him to be yeah. and like he was way like less scripted back then um but like the miz is great at like noticing when the crowd is going to start cheering him and turning it and like getting them to boo him yeah. yeah he knows what he's like he knows that he's a heel like and he doesn't want people to be cheering him like, yeah um elias is getting better at it too mm -hmm. like when he just comes out there and then like they're cheering him and he's like be quiet so i can play my song and people stuff started cheering that now because yeah. they think it's funny. And then, like, in the song, he finds a way to run down the town. Like, yeah. you know, like it's booze again. Yeah. That was just a little a little yeah. thought. I mm -hmm. like I like that part of wrestling. Um, we did skip I, maybe the only segment we skipped on NXT, the um, fashion corner moment between uh, Pete Dunne, Roderick Strong, well, and Beanie. the Undisputed yeah. Era. All of them dressed like models. And I, I've seen this, like, stills of it that just look like like fashion ads yeah. <laughs> that you see in like Vogue because like Pete Dunne was dressed like he was dressed to the nines yeah. he was looking, nines and his hair looks great fucking yeah. good yeah. in a suit for like such like a weird looking dude yeah, he he's is, such he's a good looking yeah. weird dude yeah. you know who else has fucking great style 
when they're not just wearing their underwear in the ring, besides Velveteen Dream. Of course. Alistair Black. Oh, absolutely. I love the way he dresses and, like, carries himself. I don't know. I just love Alistair He's Black. the, I mean, he, like, he's the hardcore kid that yeah. has a really good nine to five office job and yeah. has to dress like in nice suits yeah uh-huh. but then is like back at like a hardcore show later right on. when he's dressed up like all nice it's like damn and just like the f- one day he was wearing a flannel and the way his neck tattoos were poking out i was like i want to get that tattoos <laughs> yeah. you know like you see those pictures of like oh you, like this doctor underneath his scrubs and has full like sleeve, sleeve tattoos yeah. like yeah. he's like that guy totally like, like oh man you could like have a really good regular person job and yeah. pull it off he just looks so nice yeah. seems so nice and then you see him I in the ring be his friend and, oh my god i don't want to be his friend in the ring though no i don't well, i mean i do i would want to be his friend in the ring yeah i wouldn't want to be his enemy in the ring totally, yeah. naturally um also kylo riley's glasses i saw someone say like oh he looks like a member you don't remember the name of from entourage <laughs> i'm like that yeah it's perfect yeah Doing good work, Kylo Riley. Yeah, yeah. Is Rod, but Rod, and Roderick Strong is still in the cruiserweight classic tournament. Mm, yeah, he is. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going for all the fucking belts. Yeah, but unlike cross brand, unlike Mark Andrews, he's not listed on the 205 Live roster page. Yeah, which they did put Mark Andrews on it, so it's like he's literally just like floating around. There, but yeah. like, yeah. Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne, they're gonna fight or team up. Like that's why Pete Dunne was there. Yeah. Like, well, Pete Dunne is gonna fight. Um, um, Adam Cole, baby, next yeah. week for yeah. the UK yeah. title. So, so that's good. gonna be cool. I, uh, I'm glad they're finally doing something with these UK guys. Yeah, something. Like, Hopefully, they do more. I think they're gonna call some people up into NXT or f- into the main roster after Takeover. Yeah, and then like do something like uh, the other Mustache Mountain guy, the little uh, guy, Trent Seven. Tyler Bate? Oh, no, oh Tyler, Tyler Bate, Bate, yeah. He's been doing bad. some other stuff. Yeah. Which is nice. Which is, I'm glad because apparently he got a ton of heat for not being able to make a, a date when he had an indie date. Right. Like, that's the weird thing about all of them is none of them are under full-time contract. Yeah. yeah. So, like, they, it's hard for them to do much with them because, like, they don't have the same amount of dates. Yeah. Like, and they just need to get them under full-time contract. Right. Yeah. Like, because go was, with of it. Course they need it's to commit because they are excellent yeah they need like, to commit to these people like pete dunn is like wrestling for progress wrestlemania weekend yeah Jesus. like like you know that's his home british promotion but like he's the wwe uk like champion and i love that because like i think it's cool to have like titles go between promotions like new japan yeah. and ring of honor I, have and stuff but they just need him full time it's like i want everyone to just be friends like New Japan and WWE, like intermingling, yeah, and like it would be so sick. Like if they just got like, not all the weird guys, but like if like Takahashi showed up randomly, or like if there was that Okada. sort of, or if there was just that level of competition between the two, where there was like actual like contendership, I think both of them would flourish with it. Because yeah. WWE needs, I think, that spark yeah. of like, oh, we're not the only game in town. Yeah. And New I, Japan in the United States could benefit. Yeah. And like, um, they, they do have that to an extent. Like, I think NXT basically is that because like, as far as like the level of promotion goes, like NXT is kind of New Japan-esque. Like the way they do, like they don't do any you know, Wrestle Kingdom size shows, but like as far as an American audience, it's pretty similar. Yes, yeah, true. And like the the work style is similar. Like Triple H sees it as competition. Yeah. Because he's creatively minded, not just like yeah. business minded. Yeah. Well, well and he kinda knows that like I mean, I guess there's that fear that if there is exposure, 
if WWE gives New Japan exposure, like fans who really like wrestling who don't know about New Japan, which is wild, I don't think they exist, might give more money to New Japan than WWE. I don't know. There's a lot of business shit yeah. I don't understand. I just want everyone to be friends. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it's a, like a coincidence that they like don't say the IWGP title anymore on TV. Like mm-hmm. they used to talk about that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Except they, Gallison and Anderson. These guys that were in a club from Japan. Yeah. <laughs> like they'll hint at it. Yeah. That's like, I think that's the, you know, Corey Graves going into business for himself. Like, I do. Yeah. I like that he kind of like, pushes it as yeah. much as he can yeah because he's in a position to they trust him obviously they yeah. put him on every single show and right. he deserves to be um but they like when aj styles premiered like because i watched that moment at least once a week probably on youtube uh, him <laughs> debuting in the royal rumble yeah yeah jbl says like former iwgp champion same as brock lesnar like yeah. they call out the fact that like they worked in new japan yeah and mm-hmm. they will they won't do that anymore no i wonder if for wrestlemania if they're gonna mention the wrestle kingdom match with shinsuke and AJ. no they'll say they fought before yeah, they, they fought all over the world. Is the like yeah, probably yeah, wording yeah, they yeah. use now? Like, yeah, could, like they used to just not say TNA. Now they, which will be very fascinating with Jeff. With Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett, yeah, no, that's crazy because they're already like scooting around it. Like they had a YouTube thing where like AJ was like talking about Jeff Jarrett's influence on his career and never says the word TNA, which is crazy. And it was only on YouTube. Like, how do you not like yeah. the company he started that? Like so many of their guys like got careers from like yeah. that's the first time I ever watched AJ Styles was in TNA when yeah. I was like younger. Yeah, it's it, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Bobby Roode, like Kurt Angle for ten years, uh, <laughs> like Eric Young, Insanity, like yeah. all and like Xavier Woods got his start in TNA, like as whatever his name, Consequences Creed, <laughs> but like it'll be wild if they don't like let anyone bring up TNA yeah. at the yeah. Hall of Fame this year. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see the uh, the Fastlane card, but as an indie promotion? I, yes, I did. That yeah. was so good because mm-hmm. they were so young. I didn't understand who. Like, I was like, "Wait, where's Bobby Roode?" And like, he's this. He looks totally different. Mm-hmm. Beer, beer money, Bobby Roode. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's let's talk about Fastlane. Um, it's soon. It's happening. It might have happened after you listened to this. No, no. It's trust happening. my editing. It's happening. I do trust it. Yeah. But Just that, don't want to put any pressure on it. Fair you. enough. Also, we do have a new podcast host as of this week. So yeah. we'll see how that yeah. goes this week. Yeah. If this is a yeah. little late. It got eat by the internet. Yeah. Yeah. We still got that SoundCloud just in case. Um, all right. Let's go down this card. Uh, Becky Lynch and Naomi versus Natalia and Carmella. Um, I guess we should talk about who we think is going to win, who we want to win, which might be the same thing in either case. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely want Becky Lynch to win everything. So. Yeah. yeah. I want it to be like the story to be between her and Carmella, basically. Like, yeah. So that and we still don't really know. Like, we don't know what the women's title matches are going to be at Mania. Yeah. Which is wild with how close we I are. Mean, probably, yeah. I mean, so. at Okay, I guess we'll get to it. We'll get to but it. But like, yeah. so. What I want is Becky winning this to look super strong and then going against Charlotte and for Mania and just have it be a face versus face thing. We don't need either of them to be healed. We just have this history between them yeah. and she's the strongest like competitor for her. And then post Mania have, you know, some like well, stuff with Carmella in the most. Or have, have a, or have like it be like that Becky Lynch versus 
Charlotte Flair at Mania, Becky wins, big moment, Carmella cashes in, and then it's a her first feud as the yeah whoever like, as the title. I think that'd be cool. Something yeah, like that. There's, Sorry, go you go ahead. There's potential for three singles women matches at Mania. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's like there's going to be a like there's going to be four matches featuring women with yeah. the next tag like, and maybe more like yeah like they I think that they'll try to find some way maybe on the pre-show or something yeah. with like a big tag match yeah. like to get more on the card because they always try to do that like yeah. there are some rumors too of them doing like an Andre a battle royal battle royal yeah. for yeah. the women. Be cool. Like, I I don't know how bad I want to see Oscar Bliss, but I would rather see uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte. So like, yeah, it's kind of like, I mean, it seems very easy for Oscar to win. Yeah, my like, there's gonna be some interference. I would like. I mean, she's also gonna win, but uh, yeah. Charlotte versus Oscar is a better match. Yeah. than that. Like and so I keep people I keep hearing people like talk about that as the match to do like have Oscar move over but they announced it on I, Raw that she's going to be facing Alexa Bliss at Mania true oh, okay. but she also hasn't declared it that's herself, true which is the stipulation like what I w- actually want is she's going to do both <laughs> that'd be <laughs> so fun that'd be cool. sick what I want is her to win the Raw one hold it for an entire year and then next year somehow at mania have charlotte be on raw or just have her like decide to go against oscar i mean it would make sense for becky to take it from charlotte charlotte to move to raw yeah it, although like i think they'll keep charlotte on smackdown just because she hasn't been there that long yeah. she came in the last shakeup right yeah so, so she's been there a year. back and forth um but like have oscar hold it for an entire year and then have charlotte be the one to take it from her mm-hmm. like that would be like perfect way yeah. to do it at next WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I don't know, like, if Oscar does face Charlotte, then it's definitely going to be Nia Jax versus Alexa because that's the story they're building. In but, a he- year? Oh, you mean this, like yeah. this year? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, what, we didn't talk about that on Raw. I hated that. Yeah. So Alexa making yeah. Nia cry. Yeah, it was a little weird. It like, was. It was just like. It's just. She's it, it just. So? She's such a good character. She's such a good bully, but like, like she was like, like consoling her with backhanded compliments. Like she did it really well. Right, yeah. right. But they made her like, like. It was a good effort on both their parts enough so that I was like really actually feeling very I, bad for Nia. I, I, I'm like really, really glad that I know that they're best friends in real life yeah. because that made me like not feel as like gross about it because like there's trust between them but alexa's like super open about her eating disorders Mm. yeah like like, just having to talk about that stuff might bring shit up like yeah that's i don't know yeah i don't like in a a cave the the writers yeah in a kayfabe environment i don't i don't like this i don't like the sadness uh like the only way that i like it works is that if naya gets like her like her payback on it and like basically turns face like to do it like yeah say like no like fuck that you know yeah and yeah beats alexa like but i don't i think that's like the direction they're going in but i don't trust them to go there right <laughs> yeah right well it's also like alexa's so small all of her matches are like unbelievable yeah it's like how are you gonna win yeah. Like by cheating and yeah, like yeah. Or I mean, Elimination but, Chamber wasn't that, but like I feel like her cheating against Nia Jax is impossible. Mm-hmm. Unless she like 
stabs her in both of her eyes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, I just before we did this, I watched the most recent mixed match challenge with Braun and uh, Alexa. Oh yeah, that was that was some stuff. Wildly sexual. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's quite funny. It was funny, but they're it was also, really good at it. Like, yeah. Hey, remember when I said it was like the best product they were putting out? I haven't watched it since. <laughs> Low key, in some ways, it is like not. It isn't really, but like it's fun. The the diff the thing different things they're doing with it and the writing on it is really really good. Yeah. Like, when it's fun to have like Jimmy and Naomi being like, "This is a husband and wife team." It's like you don't see that on the product. Like, yeah. The, yeah. On SmackDown. The fact that it's not canon, like it feels like a house that like you're getting to watch a house show. Yeah. That's really fun. And it's like Raw versus SmackDown. It's cool. But yeah, that match, I was like, Jeebus Christ, they're talking a lot about how Alexa's looking at Braun. They had it's that just such an she was unlikely like on top pair. Of it's like when you see a lion hanging out with a dove. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, like yeah. just an unlikely pair. Yeah, I pair. love on their like iPhone promos, it's like Braun holding it up and you can kind of just see Alexa down there <laughs> yeah. like, talking shit. It's definitely just, I still like just think of Wrecker Ralph every time I see yeah. them together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, next match. Uh, for Fastlane, uh, Nakamura against Rusev with Aiden English. Um, it's I, gonna be Nakamura Day. I like I like the pipes on Nakamura's thing. Yeah, that was very very. He good. sounded so. He sounded just like Aiden. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing though, like that I hate so much about this. There, Rusev is the most over person on SmackDown right now. Yep. Like with the crowd. Yeah. Like, I like saw a clip re- like of a couple weeks ago. Fans at a Ring of Honor show chanting Rusev Day. <laughs> oh my god. Like, that's wild. Yeah. I mean, they and could put Rusev over. Shinsuke it, doesn't it would, need... It, it, it doesn't but, affect anything for Shinsuke if he loses. It doesn't affect it, but it makes him look weak. Yeah, and they, they don't care about Rusev. So, yeah. um, but and he like, knows it. But that also means like this is the least effective way to like build Shinsuke towards WrestleMania. Yeah. It, because like you want people to like get behind his momentum mm-hmm. and this splits the crowd because it's like me, like obviously I want Shinsuke to go over yeah. in this because I get how wrestling works. Yeah. But the fan in me like is such a huge fan of Rusev and want him like good things for him. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I know. Are, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No. I was gonna say, you know, during that match, people are gonna be chanting Rusev day all up and down that fucking place. Yeah. yeah. And you got Shinsuke in there as the number one contender. Like, it's almost building heat for Nakamura. In a way, yeah. Well, I mean, one of them has There can't be two straight baby faces. I mean, there can be, well, but there's not going to be two baby faces in the AJ Shinsuke match. No. Wow. I, I don't think of it like that until yeah. just now. Yeah. I mean, they might, like. I they're mean, not that smart. No. I mean, they've done it before and it hasn't gone over super well at WrestleMania. Like, there's a history of face versus face title matches being not, not great. Yeah. Um, Hogan versus Warrior, which is an okay match, but it's not. Right. It didn't go over well in the crowd. Yeah, I mean, but like the the audible that they had to call audibletrial.com slash wrestlepodcast. <laughs> the audible that they had to call uh, for whatever fucking pay per view that was, where we got Finn versus AJ. That's I mean, that true. Was, I mean, that was a one off, so there wasn't like there was anything at stake. But like that was cool. It was just two guys who respect each other who put on a fantastic match. Yeah, which is what I want from Shinsuke and AJ. But as far as like the fact that you have like you have so many people watching of different like it's WrestleMania people who don't even watch wrestling watch WrestleMania yep. yeah you got to have someone who's not the good guy yeah like and I think I mean I think what I what I hope they'll do is they're both face characters one of them will just work a little bit more heel like yeah that's worked and I, like, I think it'll be AJ it might be although he, I mean, except he's the champion you always make the champion a gooder guy and though I'm not I don't trust him to be this smart about it if. 
Shinsuke's done this before at in New Japan because Wrestle Kingdom against Kota Ibushi, they're bo- they were both faces, but like Shinsuke worked heel in it. Like he was nastier. I'll need to watch that match. Now that I love Kota, it's yeah. it's incredible. Like Shinsuke is basically just like working heel in the way that he's like saying like, "I'm better than you." Like mm-hmm. obviously, like yeah, and, and is like the same as like Kota versus Tanahashi. Tanahashi was working heel in that match even mm-hmm. though it's tanahashi he's <laughs> not a heel but yeah so i just hope that this gives shinsuke an edge to him and i yeah. also think that'll put him more over like mm-hmm. like when he wins is because like he had to dig into that to beat aj well and it's kind of like a thing like oh shit we haven't been using nakamura what are we going to do for him for fast lane because this is the last pay-per-view before mania right put him with the most over guy in the yeah. company right now yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, not smart. Oh, but oh, I do. I did love uh, fucking Rusev promo. Like, you hit my Aiden in the throat, and now he cannot sing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Rusev is a wonderful man. Rusev is so good at what he does, and like, I hope I can see him quitting soon. They're not giving him. I guess maybe he has a good life, so he wouldn't. But they're not giving him what he deserves yeah there was all those rumors that he was like wanting out last year yeah yeah i mean the when he cut his hair got in trouble yeah the good thing for him right now is that merch money must be real nice right now like yeah he's he's so over with the crowd that maybe that doesn't matter if you're like in a good picture and maybe maybe they're they're putting together something better for him because it's like i think we talked about last episode the episode before of like just because he's super over doesn't mean it's the right time to put a title on him or something. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, it could fizzle out. Yeah. The thing I'm worried about is that it's going to be a Ty Dillinger situation where they they get... Sometimes, like, WWE gets, like, mad at wrestlers getting over for something they weren't supposed to get over for. Yeah. When it's not really their fault, they just put their all into something and it worked. Yeah. And people responded. Like, look, like, Ty Dillinger has been very much buried to the fact that, like, the 10 chant isn't even really over anymore like, yeah no, no one does that anymore. yeah it's like out like, of obligation when they when they see him yeah, yeah like no one does like you don't see that at indie shows anymore like you were for a while and yeah. like yeah and i bet whoever wrote the whole rusev day thing or if it was organically built from aiden and rusev like i bet they had no idea this was gonna happen no yeah. how could they have even predicted yeah. that rusev and this, aiden would work together this really? all started from them having a ceremony in the middle of the ring where the mayor of the bulgarian town rusev's from <laughs> gave him the key to the city and said it was rusev day yeah and now it's like the most over thing in the yeah, company no. and every day is rusev day every day is rusev day it's great hey guys happy rusev day yeah, happy yeah, rusev day happy rusev day to you too um Charlotte Flair versus Ruby Riot with Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan there. Um, I mean, Charlotte's gonna win. Yes. Like. Yes. It's there's no reason not for her not to win, but I don't see this match building to anything else either. No, to me this seems like a doing the best they can with what they have with this like the Riot Squad thing. I don't think has had the impact that maybe is initially supposed to that I would imagine they were expecting. Yeah. I mean, Ruby riots over like they're over. I mean, but like, yeah, to me it's like uh, Ruby's not going to win. Yeah. And this was way too early to put in her into a title. Totally. Like, yeah. And even like, it's going to bury them because like Charlotte's going to win even with Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan interfering. Yeah. So like, they should have just had like a weird stopgap feud or something like like they just did it but like with Natalia or someone that like doesn't lose something from yeah like losing it yeah. like 
Yeah. It's it's weird. And I I mean I hope they have other plans for Ruby Riot. Um I just want her and Sammy to like beast this weird punk couple. <laughs> yeah. That... You might get it. It might I mean who knows. Anything could happen in the E. Yeah. Um and then uh the feud that we've seen a million times and I'm kind of sick of it. Oh, just now? <laughs> Like just now, the last one was oh, it was done after the last one. The, the Hell in the Cell, the Usos and yeah. the New Day. Like that Hell in the Cell match, I think should have yeah. been their fucking. That should have been it. Like, or just have it at Mania. Like, yeah. don't like if you're gonna do one like another one, save it for Mania. Like, yeah, like don't have it at Fastlane. Is this because they didn't want to do anything with Gable and Benjamin? Yeah, what's like, up with that? Yeah, that makes sense. See, this is like where you put in a stopgap thing, like. It makes no sense. Yeah, like, I mean, or at least have like Benjamin and Gable against like, well, you can't against the Bludgeon Brothers because they can't lose yet. Yeah. And well, and they have to throw New Day into the picture somehow because they can't. Um, they're too big to be in the Battle Royal, but I still think that would be a good spot for them. Yeah. And they can't host again. Yeah, and two years ago they had a three-person tag match where that wasn't for the title against the League of Nations. Oh. They have not. Def- I don't know that they've defended the belt on at WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah, like they got the spot with Stone Cold at that one. Yeah, so that's like huge for them. Like yeah. Stone Cold and McFoley and Shawn Michaels, but yeah. they still didn't defend the belt there. Like or go even fight for the belt. So I, they, I kind of feel like they might win this match. Yeah. yeah. Do you think then they would drop it at Mania to like the Bludgeon Brothers or something? I think the Usos would have their rematch clause at Mania. Yeah. God, I would not want to see that. <laughs> It's like just they, we have or three way with matches, the Blood Brothers, yeah. But it's weird when you hit your peak to go down. Like I feel like their feud like ended perfectly at Hell in the Cell, and so like it's weird just doing it again. Yeah, kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, totally yeah, weird. yeah. It's strange. I mean, I'll watch the match. They yeah. put on good matches. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's going to be a good match. Like, yeah. Or I, I'm i thinking about it literally right now. Bludgeon Brothers are, I think, going to just interfere in it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a three-way at Mania. Yeah, yeah. I just could see that. Because they had that sort of, they teach that, last, not last, not this most recent SmackDown, but the one before where they were talking like that. And then the yeah. Bludgeon Brothers came out. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's yeah. happened a couple times like, between yeah. the three teams. So. I'm also sick of the Bludgeon Brothers putting on the exact same match against Jobbers every week. Yeah. Like... Like, you could probably put them side by side and they'd be exactly the same. It is about the same runtime for sure. Yeah. It's lit. This is a literally like 80s booking. Like, that's yeah. a thing that used to happen. Like, it's like, it but, seems like a house show circuit. Like, oh, it, it is exactly a house like, show thing. Like a band, like playing the same set every night. Yeah. There's no surprises. It's like, okay, you go here, you go here, um, you run across the ring, uh, Luke slaps Eric. Um, you guys throw some throw, small guys around. Make a little guy scream. It's <laughs> over. Man, that little guy got over so oh, much. I yeah. love that Tights and Fights uses a clip from it every yeah, single week. Yeah, yeah, so good. It surprises me every time, uh-huh. and it's great. Um, also, speaking of hosting, I want, like, I kind of want John Cena not to have a match, and then him host. Oh, and be sad about and it? And just hate it? Like, just have like, him, like, come out be, with, like, a beard? Oh, um, <laughs> Be like, uh, God, I'm about to say Tyler Black, that's not his name, Tyler Breeze, um, in Southpaw, where he's just depressed the whole time. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, that's Fandango, but no, I mean, that's, Tyler Breeze honestly. plays the banker on South Pole Regional Wrestling. <laughs> I just, like, Mr. I thought McElroy. of that, like, if Cena does all this stuff and has to host, it'd be hilarious, I and think. I would love it if he came out in, like, in his, like, non-kayfabe, like, way of talking to. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, if you watch, like, it's probably more kayfabe, but watch, like, Total Total Bellas. Uh, Nicole? Yeah. Uh, you take off our shoes in the house. Right. He's, just, like, not wearing jorts. Hello? <laughs> he's wearing a full suit. Yeah. Hello? He's, you, like, know he's not going to get in a match. And then he rips it off, fights The Undertaker, main event. Uh, my name is uh, John Cena. <laughs> I will be your host of WrestleMania 34 here in the Superdome in New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, it is an honor to be here um, with I, you fans i do hope that you all um respected that i asked you to take your shoes off when you entered the building <laughs> we're going to read through some building rules now yeah and if you reach the, under your seat you will find a cigar <laughs> this is a no smoking arena yeah the the men the men can smoke in the men's bathroom i'm just making up <laughs> weird rules There's a designated smoking air uh if you go to exit 4b <laughs> It's like in just 30 minutes long. Everyone's just like trying to cheer and be excited. It's just like, oh, please. No, no cheering. This is not, this is not happy time. <laughs> uh, I should be in this match. Excuse me. These are serious rules. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that'd be funny. Uh, the next match, Bob Rude against Bob Rude. Randy Orton. I don't know who's going to win. Um, I kind of think they want, like, part of me thinks they might want Randy to be a champion God, no. into Mania. Uh, it'll give him the Grand Slam, like, champion. The Denny's Grand Slam? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's the only one he needs to be a Grand Slam champion, so. Yeah. Like. He just cut his hair. He's about to get some promo pictures taken. <laughs> That's true. You don't think Ginger's going to come out, fuck the whole thing up, make it like a triple threat? It. Uh, he might do that and Randy still wins. Yeah. That's true. Like, screw, bro- screw Bob Roode. I didn't want Bob Roode. Randall Orton win. Bob, Bobby Roode's not. I, I don't know if he's. I, I I want him still there. I want him on TV every week. But I think what he's got going on with the U.S. title right now is just underwhelming for yeah. what he could be. Maybe he's they could a turn goddamn heel. heel. Yeah. He needs to be a goddamn heel. Maybe like, this will turn him heel, and then it'll be Randy Orton and Bobby Roode at Mania again. Ginger's fighting at Mania. Okay. There's no way he's not. Like after all the money they put into him That's as WWE true. champion. That's true. He's on the card. People yeah. still know him, like casual fans yeah. probably. Also, like you know. Issues with him as a worker in the ring, but like no, like one hundred percent props to him. He put in the most live date performances of anyone in the company in twenty seventeen. Like, yeah, you, know, you cannot I knock think, his work. Ethic. I think he did his best. Like, I honestly think he did the best he could. Yeah, he wasn't supposed to be in that. He shouldn't have been in that spot. He did the best he could with what he had. Like, mm-hmm. and like that doesn't mean that they should have done it. You know, especially in retrospect, it seems like such a huge waste of what they did. I was thinking about that. Like when we went to WWE Live, it's like we watched Jinder Mahal beat Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like wild. what a waste. <laughs> but like, yeah, like they're gonna like. Even though like it seems like the India experiment didn't really work with him, they're still trying, and he's going to be on WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm rooting for and him. Not just jobbing to Gronkowski like last yeah. year. Because <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't want to see him disappear after that. Because he really did work, put in the work. Yep. Yeah. Um. Then we got the last match, the six pack. I was going to try to do a Stone Cold voice, but I don't think I can. What? Like. A six-pack challenge is a Stone Cold match. Like, it's just him in the ring chugging beers. It's just him smashing two six-packs together <laughs> over his head. Still all, like, bundled together. 
<laughs> um, anyway. Gets like two inches of it, like worth of beer <laughs> into his into his face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got AJ Styles versus John Cena versus Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn versus Baron Corbin versus Dolph Ziggler. <sighs> I think it's Dolph, guys. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, no. AJ's definitely winning. Yeah. He's also who I want to win this match. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. But, like, who's he going to pin? So, well, I think what's coming out of this is, like, what are what feuds are they going to set up out of this definitely, challenge? Definitely Owens-Sammy. Yeah. yeah. I think what I would think would be the best thing is Sammy, like, gives Kevin some move. Like, gives him a haluva kick. And then, a, like, something happens to Sammy. And then... Mm-hmm. Uh, he, Kevin loses to AJ, and then yeah. that makes Kevin mad at Sammy for doing that to him. Mm. Like, yeah, um, like Kevin. I don't think that's an organic thought. That was probably on another wrestling what? podcast. But well, um, they're gonna have to do something to to make them. Because that's gonna be, I think, the 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 big thing coming out of this match is Sammy and Kevin, not yeah. AJ yeah. retaining. Uh, I want Sammy to power bomb Kevin into the ring apron the way <laughs> that like Kevin did to Sammy when yeah. he like turned on him. Yeah. Like, I wanted them to go full bore like Sammy. I think is they're fed up. Like, I think they might ignore AJ Styles and just fight each other the whole time. That would be actually fucking awesome mm-hmm. if they were like. Just it's like, just a grudge match. It's just two friends who can't. They're just overly emotional like about it. They're good at doing that. Char- those characters in the ring. Yeah, yeah. I, I know it would be. It would be so dumb. It would be so dumb. But I would love it if there was just a fucking blow up, and it's like fucking Sami Zayn in the scuttle fucking takes the title off of AJ, and then AJ cashes in his rematch the next Tuesday. Oh, gets I would. It back. I would love that so much. But it's like you know, it would just look so weird coming yeah. into yeah. WrestleMania. I would love it. Like. Almost After any, Mania? any other time of the year except yeah. leading up to WrestleMania with AJ versus Shinsuke, Shinsuke. Yeah. coming up. I, I, yeah. What is I really that, want is them to not fuck around and have AJ pin Cena in the match, like, yeah, because like they need to make him look as strong as possible. That's the whole point of him fighting five people. Is yeah, like he's gonna like is building him up to be a strong champion. Yeah, for yeah. Mania, but like I want him to pin Cena like totally and it's also yeah. it has to build Ver- Baron Dolph because what else are those two gonna do like in Smackdown but like uh, yeah. they, I don't they're, see where they're on the card even like at yeah. Mania like because it, it, oh I wasn't thinking Mania yeah, I was just like, thinking Smackdown you know, yeah, the future. Yeah. All, yeah but like all Fastlane is is like setting up Mania even more definitively than it already is like even though all of it's like pretty like obviously set up yeah. already yeah. but I think the only matches we're going to see are, like, AJ Nakamura, and I think the only thing they're going to build is Kevin, Sammy. Yeah, and, like, and, what it, the, and the tag team title. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, but it's you can't put those guys, like, even into, like, the Andre, really, like... They're, because, like, like, too big? Well, yeah, Baron won it in his first main roster match <laughs> at two, two WrestleManias ago. Yeah. Like, he did, debuted on the main roster in the Andre and won it. You can't like put him back in that. Yeah, Dolph can be in it. Dolph, it doesn't matter what you do with Dolph. Yeah, like they've already. He's just gonna collect his paychecks and run down. Yeah, they've already fucked up Dolph's like entire thing ten times in a row. So who knows? But yeah, I just don't. I don't know what you do with Baron at WrestleMania. Last year he was on the pre-show going for the IC title and didn't get it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't. I don't know what he's gonna do. 
I don't fucking like him. I don't like watching him. I don't. I, I um, cannot get behind Baron Corbin. I like. I do because I think it's it's like a the dumb analogy. It's like a train wreck. Like it's just it really is. It's goofy, and he has he's the one of the biggest charisma vacuums. Like he had a promo like two weeks ago, and he was really trying his best, yeah. and like nothing was coming yeah. of it. Uh, that's like, the thing. Like, and I don't. This is gonna sound mean, and I don't like being mean, but it's like fucking. You see, like most of the people on the main roster, and you're like. Oh man, they look fucking cool. Like, oh man, I bet that guy's cool. <laughs> I bet she's cool. Yeah. Whatever. I look at Baron Corbin like I would if I fucking even saw him in public, I would I wouldn't That's like his thing though. He's like he reminds me a lot of Orton. Like he's just like this scummy like new metal dude. Right. But if I saw Randy Orton like at somewhere, I'd be like, "Oh fuck, that's Randy Orton." If I saw Baron Corbin, I'd be like, "Nah, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I'd be like, I'd be like, I'd be like, I would give him. I would shake his hand. I would be like, "Hey, man, I'm having a 180 right now as I'm speaking. Do your best." Because like you know, like I don't like him as a character, but like whatever. I feel like Like, he's probably a douchebag too. I don't know. I can't say that shit. I don't know him. But (laughs) god damn it, he rubs me the wrong way. Playing that douchebag character. You really like my issue with Baron. Like part of my issue with Baron is like. Another podcast I listened to got a their jokes about him stuck in my head so bad that I can't hey. not hear it now. Hey. Going in raw podcast, say, hey, you're not me, <laughs> and like just the way they like impersonate him, yeah. I can't not hear not it. Hear it. Yeah. And though they did propose um, changing his gimmick to a guy who lives in a room full of bones. And like is a taxidermist <laughs> earlier, and it was the funniest thing I've ever heard, and made me want it so bad. Honestly, I would if if, if his gimmick changed, just something that I that oh god, I don't know. Hey, you're not my bones. Yeah, I think that's just the thing. He seems like the guy you'd see at like a hardcore show, but that you'd be like, oh fuck, Baron's here. No, he's the dude who it's like, um, he's at a hardcore show for some reason, and then you realize that like. Uh, As I Dying is playing with a bunch of hardcore bands. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just like a, he's like that metal dude who like, like wants to be cool and is only at these like weird metal shows. Like. And like, uh, it's like maybe too aggressive, like in the push moshing circles. Yeah. yeah. I, I distinctly like remember a guy at a show who is this guy. Yeah. And yeah. was like. The only the only metal core, good metalcore band is Unearth. That guy, he's yeah. that Dude, guy. Hell yeah, he's that guy. Unearth rocks, I think. I, I mean, no, they're, they're they're sick, but <laughs> still, the only good metalcore band is Unearth. Um, but yeah, that's Fastlane. That's gonna happen. I might not even watch it tomorrow. Like, I. It depends. I might have something else to do. I don't know. I mean, I probably won't watch it live. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to sit through commercials on that. Yeah, right. No, I, nah. I'm definitely not emotionally invested in it but yeah. it's gonna it has to happen and I'm, I'm excited for the last match it'll be a like great clusterfuck I'm excited to see what happens with Sammy and Kevin yeah <laughs> that's like, like that's all and like what AJ does to overcome the odds yeah yeah I mean it'll be good like Baron is the weakest worker in that match but he like he serves a purpose is he worse of a wrestler than Dolph Dolph is a great wrestler he's okay. a bad character okay yeah. Dolph okay. is an is an incredible worker like he should be like you know the Owen Hart British bulldog like Mr. Perfect like that style of like 
incredible worker that's mm. always solid, but maybe never gets the world title. I yeah. know he just signed a contract for a bunch of money, but I bet he's one of those guys that would do so well on an independent scene. Not wrestling as Dolph Ziggler, but like I think if he was fired from WWE, he'd quit wrestling. I think he'd like put more into his shitty stand-up career. Yeah, probably. Oh, and his Fox stand-up? News shit. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. Is that weird that bums me out when people are like, I also do stand-up. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, he like is a guy that, he like, I've heard comedians talk about him like showing up at open mics and stuff in LA. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I'm going to forget her name right now. The very, very famous comedian that he dated. Oh. Um, and movie star now. Hold on. Amy Schumer? We'll fill yep. time. He, really? Yeah. Oh, what? He and Amy Schumer dated. This is like a, a real thing. They both like confirmed it. Like wow. they dated for a while. Weird. Way very, weird. Very like. It's Especially hard to picture. Since she dated John Cena in a movie. That's <laughs> kind of funny. Yeah, after yeah, after they had broken up. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. That's very silly. Um, speaking of John Cena, um, there's an open challenge to be open the challenge. The next host of Blues Clues. Oh my god, yeah. And I remember watching that show and being like I was a little too old, but my mom had a daycare, so it yeah. was on. And so I was watching it and I was like Instead of like enjoying the show, I was like, that'd be a fun job. Like, I would love to be Steve. Except if you think about it, he's just standing in front of a green screen for like however long, just yeah. like and just like interacting with kids, like being corny. Like, but John Cena tried out. Uh, he auditioned and uh, he had a giant pencil, a giant pad, and was wearing the green polo. Yeah. And oh man. Like, how do you not pick John Cena? Who could have auditioned that you would be like, I don't think we're gonna make as much money with John. Uh, blue. Uh, there's some house rules. Um, gonna have to ask you not to shit in the house. I was saying what would be a funny remake of the the show is instead of uh, John and Blue trying to uh, uncover the clues to find something, uh, it's just always Blue trying to find John. <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, I'm I'm right I'm right here. <laughs> burp, burp. I'm in this big ass green polo. I do not look good in it. Uh. Blue, I know you normally like clues, but uh, today we're going to have some blues rules. <laughs> <laughs> no peeing on the carpet? Go outside. You're a dog. Uh, if you'd like to see kind of how I don't like dogs very much, watch Portobello's, <laughs> where I'm kind of shitty to Daniel Bryan's dog. Aww. Is he? I don't like people shitty to dogs. It makes me not like them. It's like He's very much like, uh, these carpets are very expensive, so I'm going to have to ask you to have the dog uh, outside. <laughs> as long as he's not mean to the dog when the he's dog not mean bad. he's just like he's kind of a dick about the dog yeah Oof. yeah yeah all right that was that was the episode i think that's it yeah probably yeah probably yeah oh. that's it yeah yeah we yeah covered what right. we needed to cover yeah, yeah. We got we got some format changes coming up. It'll be better. Yeah. We promise. And we some, like you. And some exciting stuff that's going to be releasing soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excitement. It's merch. We're going to have merch real soon. Yeah. We're merching it. Wear our shit. Wear it. Wear um, our shit. <laughs> uh, Eat shit. We don't wear shit in this house. <laughs> These couches are very expensive. Can we have can we have like merch with our alter egos on it? Lord Taste, Master Radical. I've thought about it. <laughs> yeah, I'll put Lord Taste up, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, anyway, let's let's plug some stuff. Uh Isa is at Duckshirt on things. Um you can find me on Twitter at Ostercoaster, uh on Instagram at Bugazi. 
Um, yeah, that's all I got. Um, at Wrestle Drums on the internet, and my dog's at Zeno Pupperino on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about what's going on. Um, if you're in Boise, Idaho, for the Tree Fort Music Festival coming up on the twenty, is it the twenty first through the twenty fifth? Twenty fifth is the last day. That's my birthday, so I'll remember it. Shout out. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then four days prior to that. <laughs> um, well, th- that's the span of Tree Fort. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Red Hands Blackfeet's playing Thursday night into Friday morning, uh, like twelve forty in the morning at Tom Grady's basement, and then Urban Outfielders is playing at the old Urban Outfitters. At 4.30 p.m. on Friday. Yeah. Oh, that'll be confusing. What if I go see Urban Outfitters at the old Urban Outfielders? Yeah. <laughs> you, just, you just go to the fucking village in Meridian. <laughs> oh, fuck. I went the wrong one. <laughs> um, yeah, speaking of Tree Fort, my, I'm also, my band's playing. Call Wild Spells. We're playing on Saturday at 5.30 also at the uh, old Urban Outfitters. Hell yeah. Uh, and speaking of Tree Fort, it was going to... Just throw a quick plug in for friends at that baseball show. <laughs> That's what I have pulled up right now, too. I have them screenshot all the info. So, nice. But, yeah, like, you know, they came on the show before, and they've got a couple live shows coming up. So I just mm-hmm. want to throw them a quick yeah. plug that they're doing a cool show this Wednesday, March 14th, at the uh, Unbound Downtown Meridian. And uh, that's gonna be a fun time. I'm planning on being there. Yep, doing I'm that. definitely gonna be there. Yeah, is that is that the library? Yeah, it's the Unbound Meridian Library location. There's an event uh, on Facebook. There's yeah. an address there. You go like them on Facebook and follow them on Twitter. And they're stuff. wonderful. Yeah, I know they're great, at that BB peoples. show on <laughs> on Twitter. And uh, then they also are doing one during Tree Fort, which is gonna be on Thursday, the 22nd at 7:30 at the Oahe Building. So. Nice. Quick shout out for those guys. Yeah. So. Check out that baseball boys. Yeah. yeah. Follow me at, uh, which one am I going to do? First at Kayfabe Dad on okay, that's Twitter. That's a pretty good name. Yeah. That's pretty all right. And then at My Chemical Dad Pants great on Instagram. Great name. Greater name. Oh, thanks. It's nice to hear Here's that. Here's to the greatest name of all. Oh, man. Gonna have to do something with that. <laughs> yeah. Then follow us at WrestleboysCast on Twitter, at Genuine WrestleBoys on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I actually used our Facebook page again for the first time in a million years <laughs> yeah. uh, this week, and I might try to actually do that more and yeah. forget about it sometimes. You're so, welcome, yeah. Zuckerberg. Like us, like us on Facebook. Just search for Genuine Wrestle Boys Podcast. And, yeah. Uh, go to WrestleBoysCast.com and stuff and AudibleTrial.com slash WrestleBoysCast. Yeah. Let's do a book. Yeah. And just because we didn't bring it up this week, fingies. <laughs> Go like KFC. Everyone just go tweet at KFC Fingies. Except Popeyes is better. But yeah, yeah. so tweet at KFC. Tweet at KFC Fingies and then tweet at Popeyes. Thanks. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Popeyes, for being good. Um, Uh, I also do want want to do one more quick shout out. Yeah. uh, an episode of Monster Factory, the Polygon video series, came out. Watch the, last the trilogy. Weeks. Watch the trilogy. Uh, it's using WWE 2K18 and making bad games out of them. The third installment has Pat from Polygon telling a story about Seamus seeing his bare ass, nice. and it is the funniest story I've ever heard. Oh, so, yeah. I and that's where story. Monster Factory is where we got our name from originally. So I just yeah. always want to give them a shout out. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Griffin McElroy. I hope you're not mad at something you said for a podcast. I mean, if he was mad, he would say something. Or he wouldn't. He just, I know. He's this got is, anxiety, he just, just like me. If this is the first episode you've heard, we're sorry. And we, it's out of respect. Griffin, we love you. Um, Russell Boys 316 says, get off my dick or fund my lifestyle. Shout out Viz Staples. <laughs> <laughs>